Hey Zookeepers, it's one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, Brandon, here to tell you we had back James Fisher to talk more episodes of Godzilla Singular Point, that a uh, pretty fun anime on Netflix right now. We're talking episodes 5 through 8, so if you haven't listened to that first episode or haven't watched that, go do that now. I'll give you time. Get yourself a little soda. It'll be good. As always, if you like this podcast, follow us on Spotify, maybe give us a review on Apple Podcasts, and uh, you can always tweet at us at Podzuki. It's just Podzuki on Twitter. Pretty easy. Send anything our way. We'll read it. We don't care. Give us fan fiction about, like, I don't know, Shaquille kissing Godzilla. I haven't brought that back in a while, but it's nice to. Anyways, see ya. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, good wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how to use to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Ooh, that was a clumsy clap on my on my head, but I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to talk more Zilla with the animated twist. It's hey everybody, it's one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys. I'm just doing a straight up real introduction for once. I'm not gonna say this is like America's favorite podcast about Dilbert or the only podcast to talk about all of your favorite Garfield fetishes put together in one. No, this is a serious one. We're talking about Godzilla on the Kaiju podcast called Podzuki. I'm one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, Brandon. I'm another one of your Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Luke, because I guess we're just doing first names now. You know us by now. Yeah, and also I wanted names. to say, I think it's much less likely that a Dilbert podcast exists than a Garfield fetish podcast exists. Yeah, I'd agree <laughs> with that. That's a very good assessment. Hello, welcome back to everyone's favorite Dilbert fetish podcast. It's me, your third Hollywood Kaiju bad boy, Martin. And we got a very special guest today. It's it's returning champion and beloved guest. Everyone, give it up right now for James Fisher. Hey, how you, how you guys doing? Also, you could be talking about Dilbert. I didn't know we could be talking about Dilbert. I'm... We can always talk about, talk about Dilbert. Talk about Car- Bailey, too. Let's do it. The, Dil- the Dilbert cartoon well, was yeah. very good. It, oh, my God, it was. The- <laughs> yeah who did the voice of of dilbert i forgot now i don't know who did the voice but i believe uh scott elliott is that his name i, I think it was reagan <laughs> Ronald hi i'm gilbert <laughs> i'm dilbert well here's the thing dogbert <laughs> why was his his dog's name was Dan- dogbert his cat's name was catbert who like what the creativity <laughs> stopped at dilbert <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daniel Stern was the voice of Dilbert. Really? Oh, nice. That's what he did out the Home Alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Home Alone. Chris Elliott. That's there. what I meant. He, I yeah. think he's uh, he he's the dog. He's dog Bert. That that's an interesting choice for Chris Elliott because uh, you don't see him as like a collected cool guy too often. Well, it was it was also post uh, most likely post uh, that horrible movie he did, The Cabin Boy. Hey, don't you dare say that about Cabin Boy. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it's got a lot to enjoy about it, but it's not a good movie. Holy shit, there's so many people I didn't realize. I mean, Kathy Griffin was an obvious one for Alice, but I didn't realize that rapper was voiced by Tom Kenny. Uh, yeah. Voice actor. Uh, Tom Kenny, God, Tom Kenny voiced so many people. Yeah. He's sure definitely the, the Mel Blanc of our generation. That's a fun fact for people who like cross-dressing rabbits. Uh, anyway. Well, there's a lot of people you could say that about. Yeah, I mean, who, if you're not slightly attracted to bugs, I don't trust you as a person. Like, there's something wrong with you. Um, Yo, next time, next time you have me on here, I want to talk about Duckman or the Critic. Okay, okay, I'd love to talk to the Critic. And I'm the more critic. of a Critic guy myself. 
Uh, Either so yeah, one. I feel like we should give a, a quick synopsis because we're doing uh, another four episodes of a series we're watching in whole, which is something not too usual, but it's Godzilla related, so it makes yeah, sense. I could have used a synopsis. We uh, I went right into this because I did not yeah. want to watch the first four episodes again. I liked them, but I didn't rewatch them. Yeah, yeah. no, that's understandable. Uh, I feel like, so we watched the first episodes, the first four with the James, you should go back and listen because they are legitimately pretty fun episodes. We get Nevada weird tangents, which includes talking about animated children's sex. It's uh, the name of the trash. Yeah. And the one piece rap, (laughs) which of course is worse than the first thing I talked about. Um, uh, yeah, the first four episodes, we get introduced to all of our kind of characters of, uh, singular point, which is, I should pull them up again. Main there's the so main many of them there's so many characters. why are there so many characters <laughs> yeah. in the friggin anime we should just I, I have to have a page up so that it, like anytime i'm referring yeah to a i, character, a page I know exactly too. what to call them which is very That's... much in line with the god's little movie so i kind of like what they're doing with that but it, as you go through the series it gets very game of thronesy for sure of like oh yeah here's this one character based in india that's doing research for this project that's um, definitely that was definitely my my one complaint I wanted to bring up is like for something called singular uh, singularity point like there's too many plot lines like I I just had to pick one and go all right I'm gonna zone in when this one's going yeah because there's well, too many to... different things happening at once yeah there's like the uh, there's like the Otaki factory then there's uh, Misakiko Misakiku yeah. whatever uh, then the Shiva consortium. And then and there's other people who we don't know who guy. the hell they're. Yeah. He he seems smarmy, but I yeah. can't tell if he's a bad guy or not. Smarmy. I think he might be now. I'm pretty sure after you know episode seven, we'll get into that. He knows a lot about how fast a rifle fires. Yeah, that's a uh, which is weird the two main for characters. For... I should say though, are May, who we've all agreed is a little cutie patootie, uh, very fun Velma vibes coming off her. Uh, and then we have Yoon, who's the the white haired anime protagonist guy. They're they're both very similar characters, but they're both extremely smart researchers, programmers, scientists. I don't know what you'd qualify them as, but they're trying to figure out this whole singularity point thing, which is basically this red dust has appeared, and it is letting other dimension things travel into our world and start fucking up shit. I'm giving a very broad synopsis in the first four episodes. You're doing a good uh, job. They, yeah, that's uh, about right. They're working with an older gentleman by the name of Goro, uh, who's that crazy old, uh, you know, kind of like. Uh, well, Yun works character. with him. May yeah. has no affiliation with him because that's just yeah. Yun's job. Yeah, well, May's kind of May Otaki. and Yun are are basically communicating throughout the first beginning half of the series through like text and phone calls, which I think is kind of a fun touch, and it reminds me a lot of Shin Godzilla. And uh, then basically, they've been running into and meeting with other characters, trying to figure out what's going on how to deal with both this red dust and get rid of these things. They also built a, a giant robot called Jet Jaguar that now has a spear that's really fucking cool. Um, we'll talk about that as we go. Um, and then there's pacing issues. Yeah, let's get into episode five then. We're going to start off with episode five. I feel like, uh, which was... I literally I just to... watched it and I'm trying to remember. I'm looking at the screen. It, the titles <laughs> are kind of fun. It was just called Theorist on this one. Uh, we kick it off, and uh, basically, I feel like this episode we're getting monsters, monsters, monsters. They uh, they introduce us back to Demanda, which is that one sea creature they're trying to rescue a few people from. It's yeah. simply too big. May is off doing more research on trying to figure out what these crazy notes are that she found, and then uh, well, Yoon... she was told to find them by Doctor Lee. They're the notes of Ashihara, 
who was the doctor yeah. who first discovered the red dust and the they the, which is they used to make the archetypes which is that cube yes. that tesseract cube from the earlier episodes that like yeah. you put a, a beam of light through it and it just intensifies the light yeah, which uh, should not be possible, but they they kind of get into that pseudoscience more in episode six. Well, the pseudoscience is such a good word because so much of the these four episodes were so much exposition, yeah. and so much of it was like, oh, here's a way. What do we think? Say that things that can't happen are happening because of things that do happen. Yeah, which I would I would be against, and it does get a little tease at points, but it also does give me like those vibes of those great mid 90s sci-fis like kind of like a the next generation if you will star trek and all that of the the pseudoscience mumbo jumbo but it's it's kind of fun it's fun to get into they they do rant into it a little bit too much but uh i i I actually kind of liked it i i think for better or worse this is the best and worst parts of godzilla just kind of magnified and stretched out for a series yeah because it is a lot of exposition that's supposed to explain these things that couldn't actually happen. But I'll, I'll be honest, I kind of liked it. They explained it in a way that was kind of, that was clear and concise without getting too bogged down and like, well, this is how the physics happen. It's just like, no, I fold the paper and a six becomes a nine. Yeah. And, and 69 we all, is funny. Yeah, we all thought about 69. Hell it's yeah. Always thought about it. Dude, I was just, I was just kind of lost. Like, like I said, so many plot lines we're going at the same time like it's you can have a lot of different plot lines and things happening at the same time but if you're gonna do that one or two max per episode and then the next episode go back but they were going from the ship to her in the library to uh the guy in the suit explaining something at one point he was talking to his kid he was like not now i'm working and then the one one person of color other than i guess asian people that's been in the anime so far because i've been thinking this is such a millennial anime because everyone you see is like a good person and they're like really good at their jobs and they're super capable yeah which uh, we've we've lived through the last two years and we know that doesn't exist in any way in reality so it's <laughs> it's nice to see on the screen but uh boy is that and people are quirky but they're not flawed really yeah i hate that shit um, <laughs> it, it, it is very very discouraging <laughs> yeah, which actually just... is a good thing to discuss is like i do think it's fun to have more flawed characters but i think to make the series more concise and knowing that it's only like a 13 episode run i get it that they're not going to have like huge character developments more just slight ones so with how many characters they've thrown in the mix you can't have them all being like flawed and going through these immense growths though yeah, i just i just wish i like was more interested in anything but Jet Jaguar, like anytime Jet Jaguar yeah. was on screen, uh, I loved it. And when he fought, when he fought, uh, what I'm calling uh, Spiky Mon, whatever the, <laughs> the yeah. Spiky Monster, I was like, I'm down for this. So yeah, that, that's Angoras, which is uh, probably my favorite Kaiju, but I think it's that's because it was the first one other than Godzilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that they, they brought they back his, Godzilla uh, raids again. They brought back his classic roar too, which is really fun. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't know if this happens in the, in the fifth episode or the sixth episode. But at one point, um, I guess uh, Jet Jaguar can't see, so the guy hops on it to be like, "All right, I'm gonna be your eyes." And I was like, "This is, are they building towards him like them building a Jet Jaguar that a human can get inside of, like, like yeah. a bigger one?" It seems even like, from is it gonna turn earlier. into Gundam? 
Well, it seems strange. It kind of is because it's got like new legs by the final episode. But the episode you're talking about is the one where they're trying to capture and or kill Angoras with one yeah. of, like the whaling gun. Yeah, because that's, they, that's they, episode six. Okay, yeah, because I remember at uh, yeah, I, okay. So in episode five, uh, they thought they killed it, but then it came back. Yeah, as they were doing like the Jaws picture in front of it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Photo back up. Up. There's a guy in a suit who didn't do shit. Who's just like, I mean, <laughs> we did it, everybody. We did it. Trying to get as much of the monster in the photos you can. Yeah, which is uh, more relatable. I want to see more of that. Terrible politicians almost getting eaten by monsters. That I would. It also is like there another thing like with, like the dude that we thought was the villain, the uh, weird mustache guy? He still could be. He still could be. Yeah, he still could be. But he, I'm uh, seeming less likely. It's that, it's that thing that, if they really do. I mean, we're eight episodes in now, and they really still have all their cards up in there. It feels like. Yeah. Also, that old man, we were saying that we're happy he's not horny. He is horny, but it's he's horny for violence. Yeah, he's horny he to loves violence. fighting Jack. He loves fighting monsters. He's horny for he's, his job. His, his yeah. company <laughs> that he started with his own he's blood, sweat, and tears. He's horny for his job, violence, and robots, meaning that he is Brandon in 40 to 50 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's never he's, me. he's never gross or like trying to... A character like that in like animes from like the... <clears throat> Even the '90s would have been trying to steal girls' panties and shit. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's never gross to Satomi, which is the uh, hot goth chick that works for Otaki Factory, and she well, was doing it's... it more for me this time than May was. I think it was. I think it's his niece, so that's good that he's not. That would be. A oh, little... that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a well, little. Well, it is Japan. Yeah, it is anime. It is anime. Um, I feel like we've get enough in the episode five, so we can get to episode six, which is basically just a whole big old fight with. Uh, Angoras and uh man what it, okay i i do like they build up and like i said there's pacing issues i feel like more felt on these four episodes but when it's a whole episode of just jet wet jet wire fighting Angoras, it was it was yeah. really badass dude oh, it was yeah, so cool. i love that but before we go further can we uh can we just i i want to gush a little bit uh because i really <laughs> like the, gush baby i really like the animation uh on this show i really like how they keep all of the people in this in this really nice appealing 2D style, and then any of the big monsters. I think it especially looks good on Jet Jaguar, but uh, the, yeah. the 3D modeling is just real good on all these guys. Almost yeah, like I, they're cell shaded, but not. Yeah, yeah, I think we talked about it on the first ep- or the first time we were talking about all this uh, stuff, which is we weren't quite sure if it looked good. It had a unique style, but I, I feel like seeing it more in motion and more monsters pop up now, I'm I'm definitely a fan. Like it's it it looks weird, but in a very good way. So oh, like, yeah. as, like in later episodes, as soon as Jet Jaguar starts starts walking around on those two legs, yeah. like it's ooh, it 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 does something in my in my primal goblin mind that's just like, ooh, I love those legs. Uh that's a new t shirt right there, by the way. Primal goblin mind. There's just a picture of Jet Or how about love those legs? I thought love those legs was a good t shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's also a good one too. And once again it's just Jet Jaguar but wearing heels. So <laughs> ooh, ooh, heels and fishnets on a robot? Are you yeah. kidding me? Um, that's how you ride a pinbot. Yeah, I um, I, I know, I, but I should. We talked about this briefly way back when we first saw a trailer for this series on one of the episodes of Podzuki, and we're like, oh man, what if they actually made Jet Jaguar cool? And I'm, I'm here to say it, Jet Jaguar is fucking awesome in this show so far. Like it is, <laughs> I, I like that it's very much a slapdash put together robot, but also like they're being inventive. Even though we're still talking about episode six, he does defeat Angurus, and after that, they decide to make a spear out of one of his spikes, and it literally just looks like one of his spikes 
put on a pole and then taped together. Yes. But it works so well. It's so awesome. Yeah, because because Jet Jaguar and this is taped together. Like, like I wanted yeah. them to be more human, like more like Ultraman, like. But like, oh, yeah. it's working how they're doing it. It's just like, yeah, we made this, and this is what we're capable capable of making. Oh, yeah, with it looks technology it, we have. It looks like a weapon from Onimusha, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> and also what we predicted from the last episode from the first four episodes that uh yoon's ai that he invented is going to get into jet jaguar that totally happens now yeah oh yeah which it's still i was i think i had the idea that because of the title singular point that the ai was going to end up being the big bad i think that's impossible now because they're just so ding dong adorable both yeah, they, like Pelops is cute, especially Pelops has that new like body while working with May. And what a body! Uh, it's just yeah. a robot square, by the way. Um, <laughs> and now Young, like he he didn't just put Young into Jet Jaguar. He's like, hey, Young, your name's now Jet Jaguar. That's who you are. Yeah, they they do an interesting thing. I really liked of uh, when May's trying to figure out what's going on with the uh, the actual like red dust and why these creatures seem to be like fighting each other and so violent. I thought in a really kind of cool, not to the actual Pelops, they was like, oh, well, if they were all like supercomputers and they had their own kind of like intelligence or, you know, kind of like cognition, they'd kind of be competitive or fight each other too. And it makes me think that they all have a fun, cute kind of like rivalry going with each other too. So that's fun. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like it. I, I, I still think it's kind of weird though that like Jun is invented or... That's his name. Yun. Jung yeah. is the name of the AI, that, of his version of the AI. But he invented this, programmed, this amazing AI that could change the friggin' world. And he's having to work for Otaki Factory making software so that Jet Jaguar can walk to make ends meet. Yeah. Well, hey, we don't, we don't see a lot of, like, his personal life outside of work. Like, maybe he's really wealthy. Maybe he's just doing it for the passion. Yeah, I gotta assume because once again they're making some fucking dope bots, and I don't, I don't know about you all, but it's, uh, I think that one of the things holding me back from uh, just building robots all the time is having to work a job all day. So, like, if my job could be just hanging out with a sweet muscle guy who cares about me, hanging out with a sweet goth chick, hanging out with a cool old man who thinks I'm rad as hell, an AI who's my best friend, and build a giant robot like that—that's like dream shit. I, I, yeah, I did want to. Uh... I did They're want to all say, like, their best life, basically. You know, <laughs> going more to me being thirsty for these anime characters. Like, uh, <laughs> where Satomi, on the character sheet I have open, has billing above Haberu, who is like the muscle dude you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But there was one episode where like he took off that jacket and was like lifting like some hand weights. It's like, ooh, he's got some guns under those tanks. Yeah, mommy, oh, mommy okay. likey. I'm, I'm going to send y'all a picture right now. I, I took a screenshot while I was watching earlier because there's just one frame where, oh God, he just looks so fucking good. Yeah. There's also, uh, we got Yuki Kanoko, who we don't know what her affiliation is other than she was definitely a former English major. Because she just, yeah, this is exactly, picture of the dude's exactly what I'm talking about. I was hoping he was going to mm-hmm. wear a tank top for my joke to make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> But what can you do, really? Um, once again, I, I also do like... Uh, I like the main character, Yoon. The, you know, I guess, well, Yoon and May are the main characters, but the male character, Yoon. Because he... I like that he seems very socially awkward about things, but also very dedicated and good at what he does. Uh, 
at the end of episode six, basically when he's kind of like working together with the team to make Jet Jaguar be able to defeat Angerus. Uh, it's like we were saying earlier, its head gets knocked off, so he has to jump on top of it and like basically guide it through a really cool fight. And then I like that they have a really like a cool effect of almost like I wouldn't say PTSD, but like he's recovering from the battle afterwards. Like that was a lot of shit to deal with, man. That was intense. Also, doesn't the robot AI go into Jet Jaguar and they're like, all right, this is your name now, Jet Jaguar. Yeah, the scene after yeah, that, yeah. he puts it in there so they can pilot Jet Jaguar, but then immediately after that, they're kind of like, you know, having an AI pilot this thing makes way more sense than a 70-year-old <laughs> man getting in there and doing it. Although you'd think the 70-year-old man would want to do it, be like, no, I want to pilot the damn thing! It's my also, invention! Also, <laughs> Martin again, just is... sent me... Martin just sent me this picture of this buff anime dude <laughs> lifting weights. That's the dude from the anime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I see the jacket. <laughs> just it's no, because they're always dude. He just doesn't have I, the jacket I, on. I, I, yeah, I, I see the jacket on the chair now. Okay, that's what confused me. He didn't have. I just thought Martin was trying to like flirt with me. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Am I being sexually harassed? What's going on, Martin? <laughs> I know I send you those pictures very often. This one had a point. I promise. <laughs> yeah. And the point is, will you go out with me? <laughs> also, a qu- question. This is a sidebar. Uh, I'm looking at, I guess, the text channels for uh, this stuff on Discord. This, These are weird. Build-A-Bear Torque Shop. <laughs> oh, yes. So this is... Uh, whoa, I whoa, should whoa. Explain. Don't, dox, don't dox Slime Feet. Yeah, I should explain for the listeners at home. This is a all-purpose server we use for both Podzuki for recording, but also we... We used to do a Jackbox night, which we really need to bring back because it was really fun. So it's a combination of a bunch of art and comedian friends that would get together and play Jackbox. So it has just become a very weird but fun place, which includes the the Build-A-Bear Twerk Shop, which is actually all for, like, Gundam model building. I feel like there's a few <laughs> that somebody started for, like, two pictures and then they just never got deleted. That's just Discord, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, they're, they were hilarious, and I just wanted to point them out. I didn't know if I was allowed to read them. So I just read the funniest. <laughs> yeah, actually, we're Illuminati. We have so to. We have, have to you. scrap this whole episode. You're canceled. <laughs> just bleep it. Just bleep it out. <laughs> Build a beep beep shop. That's what I'm always asking myself: is what would Epstein do? <laughs> Not kill him. Well, I, I think we could find out in this other text channel, which is Eric Trump's cry corner. <laughs> uh, that was a very fun time well not a fun time but basically because this started <laughs> during the pandemic of like let's just post all the terrible shit that all all the trump administration is doing right now uh which was funny for a little bit and then it just got very depressing <laughs> so, I, I i posted that picture of jay johnson at uh the january 6th thing on there and nobody recognized who he was Wait, I, I see a real good meme in here in Eric Trump's Cry Corner where it's a 9-11 comic, but the the Twin Towers are two arms and the <laughs> planes were replaced with syringes. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with that? Uh, what is wrong with that? Also posted on September 12th. <laughs> yeah. it, I hate so, listen, if, you, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you ever want to join our server... Just DM us on Twitter, get at us, we'll, we'll add you, and you can see the monstrosities we have made, so <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, oh, but yeah, I guess that's actually a good a good segue to get back to where we were, because that's basically all episode six was them fighting, they defeat Angerus uh, after he gets back up, and they have another very cool fight, and 
The thing I think that's kind of annoying in animes or like even video games where they have that setup of you kill the monster and then it comes back and you have to fight it again and it feels kind of like a, a slu- like a sluggish kind of like okay we get it. The second fight actually was cooler than the first fight, so props to them for figuring that out. So I, I, I liked it a good. lot. They raised the stakes. I loved it. They really they did. had they had to come up with a clever plan, not just people have to think. <laughs> In order to solve these things, you're not just like overpowering and they the did monsters. do a good job. They did a good job showing like just guns won't work, at least not in the specific instance. Wait until we have to find something flashy. Well, because like they can like predict the future, kind of not predict. They can see the future because of the way the archetypes and the red dust works. It's kind of like it's like they meld like kaiju Godzilla stuff with like notorious racist H.P. Lovecraft. Old I thought she was about to say Notorious B.I.G. I was like, what would you see that? <laughs> <laughs> anytime, I, anytime I bring up H.P. Lovecraft, I always, always want to mention that he was a piece of shit. <laughs> and Gurus and Godzilla are going to kill each other in a shootout, but they're going to have like these mystery over the years of actually who did what and who was responsible. Uh, oh, I can't wait for Angoris's third album that's released after. Yeah, that. and then there's going to be rumors <laughs> that Godzilla, even though he did die, is still alive and making albums, but it's like in a secret place in the Bahamas no one can find. Oh, uh, no, no, no. That, all the ones I read say Puerto Rico. Okay, yeah, I think that is actually true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's... Uh, it, okay, so yeah, they, they end of the sixth episode, I was getting into the seventh episode, which is they have another Manda come... Uh, this is where it gets kind of weird. So on the seventh episode, it starts with the Manda coming ashore, but he starts... There are multiple like, Mandas. Yeah. But he starts to mutate, and I guess they're saying that this is now Godzilla, basically. It's like taking... Well, no, that, that what what is the first form of Godzilla? It's not a Manda, though it does have, like, the serpent body just way bigger. It's chasing the other Mandas. Okay, and I guess because yeah, it's trying to sense. eat them. Because, like, that's just what Godzilla does. If there's another kaiju, he kills them. Yeah. And episode seven is another one where I'm gonna... I feel like this is where... When we get into the reviews, it's going to hold it back a little bit. This is definitely another episode that's all just set up and talking. And, like, it, I think for the first few episodes, I was a little more forgiving. But now it's like, okay, we got 13 episodes. We don't need another episode of exposition. I feel like the wheels have hit the ground, so keep the car going. At this uh, I, I did want to mention that, like, their naming conventions are so weird. Because they're trying to come up with reasons why they name all these characters, all the kaijus, what they name them. Like, their names from the original movie they were from. And some of them are good. I don't think they come up with one for Rodan. I don't remember that because that was from the first four episodes. But they did. Then, it was basically, I, it sounds no, no, kind of like did. radio, and because it was responding oh, yeah. to radio. <laughs> oh, radio. I, I thought it because I thought it was because the old man was like, "Oh man, this thing's rodin my nuts." <laughs> yeah, he did scream. That <laughs> they laughed. They had a good. They had a good laugh with it. So. But they do. They do an okay job of it until like this. A plesiosaur version of Godzilla shows up, then like, oh, we've named it Godzilla. Like, that yeah, they just make any sense. It that, which I thought was kind of funny too. Is like, I thought they were gonna have a buildup of like, oh, this is the creature from the legends of my town. That they well, yeah, they're definitely about. doing a Shin Godzilla thing where it starts as like a like serpent thing and then becomes the Godzilla that we know and love and worship on this yeah. podcast and masturbate too. And, well, I mean, that's a given. If you worship something, you're not masturbating. What's the point? <laughs> Wait a second, well, guys. Have you not been masturbating to everything that we watch for Podzuki? Oh, no. I mean, I thought that, listen, I thought that Solo was, was hard, but I did it. <laughs> hey, listen, buddy, that wasn't the only thing. 
<laughs> you don't think Jet Jaguar is sexy? Yeah. I mean, he'd be good no, at it because he's always learning. Yeah. Learning to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is this is where we need to be for the podcast mentally. Always. You know, they, they make <laughs> Jet Jaguar hornier in this one. They gave him a horn. Yeah. I mean, le- um, legitimately. Um. So, yeah. Episode 7 is just build up. This is where... They talk a lot about the orthogonal diagonal. Orthogonal. Let's try. Let's all try to take a. a, a orthogonal is the first word. Orthogonal. Okay, this is a word. <laughs> this is crazy now. This, this orthogonal digidestin. <laughs> there. Okay, I think this is going to be a new stupid game section, but we're going to copy these words together and have guests Detonator? try to read them out. Uh, no, it's diagonize diag diagonalizer. <laughs> Diagonalizer. Okay. Orthogonal diagonalizer. Orthogonal diabetes. Diaphragm. Yeah. Intergalactic, intergalactic, intergalactic planetary. Overdose. Because, um, yeah, they, they they do, like, the Dr. Ashihara, who I'm hoping he's going to show up at some <laughs> point. We've only seen pictures of him at this point. He's the one who, like, came up with the theories for all the stuff that, like, Godzilla and the monsters would come out of the Red Dust. And he looks yes. like... He looks like a dude who like learned about like the old ones because like read the Necronomicon oh, ex mortis. We do need to talk about crazy. this. Uh, is that the pictures of him always look like he has absolutely no chill, <laughs> like in any way or form? <laughs> He's like, uh, oh, I'm not going to like let my eyes relax. They're going to be as wide open as possible, and I will never smile. Yeah. Every second I open my eyes, I'm just seeing my family die over and over again. That, that's um, also just how Japanese people take pictures. I think so. Um, no, that's not true. They do the peace sign. Well, victory. Um, <laughs> wow, I'm getting really nerdy on this one. Uh, I feel like there's not really much we need to go much more into on episode 7, because like I said, it is, it's all build up. If you watch the show, I think you'll enjoy it still. You get introduced to a few more characters. May's basically dealing with Professor Lee, who's like this kind of main lady that knows a lot more than she's giving on, it seems like, who also might turn out to be a villain. A lot um, of characters seem to be like that. They know more than they're letting on. I'll give you this. I think for something like this, where there's a lot of like metaphysics going on and a bigger plot that's kind of unfolding, it gives an air of mystery that kind of keeps you intrigued. I don't know if it's going to pay off, but I do like it for the setting. Um, and then, yeah, basically we get to see... They're preparing Jet Jaguar again after the last fight. They've made a cool spear for it. Uh, everybody's favorite goth chick is back, saying, like, that is pretty cool. I like that spear. Um, <laughs> another thing, too, I like is that they have a scene with the AI and Jet Jaguar now where he's playing with kids and he's doing, like, a rock, paper, scissors. And I Cheating do like that they rock, are paper, bringing... scissors. Yeah. Yeah, beating the shit out of them because he knows how to predict what they're going to do. Uh, but I do like that they're bringing back the trope of the original Jet Jaguar from like Godzilla vs. Maglon, that he is like a an ally to the children and there to defend them. So it's a fun callback to the actual Jet Jaguar. I thought that was Gamera. Yeah, I was gonna Gamera. I was gonna say the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, Gamera does the same thing too. But let's let's be honest, Gamera would probably suck shit at rock paper scissors. Who else would be a friend to... to all the children other than a giant snapping turtle? Yes, who can turn into a giant spinning rock that shoots lasers. Yeah, that have rockets coming out of the legs, but still spins for some reason. Um, it's, uh, it is fun seeing that scene, though, kind of in there. 
uh, it's something I never thought I'd say. They're doing a lot of good character building for Jet Jaguar. I like the guy a lot. He's 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 like learning about the world. He's becoming a, a friend to all of the children. He's like, I got a cool spear. Let me show you all the moves I can do. Um, <laughs> they were standing awfully thing... close to Jet Jaguar when they were doing those Final Fantasy yeah. victory poses. Because yeah, another they... thing that we should get into is like the weird meta science that i think is going to become more important is they they talk about that maybe the scientists uh ashiara had built a supercomputer that could tell the future and that actually caused it to some of the things but then they also start to explain that the beings themselves might be like super advanced ai that have become organic and that's why they're competing with each other i thought that was kind of a fun plot point and that might have something to do with the actual ai that yoon's making too or something that's going to intercede with it yeah, I smoke weed, so a lot of these these ideas are very <laughs> intriguing to me, but it's also, like, it's just too much, you know? I, can, I, can I deliver a counterpoint? Go ahead. Yes, all out. If, if at the end of this series, Godzilla opens his mouth and says, I'm a computer, stop all the downloading. If that's how the series ends, I, I feel like we gotta give this series a solid like, 30 out of 10. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, I would instantly say it's the best thing I've ever seen. Since at least <laughs> Joe Perry talks with you. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like we can get into episode eight now because, like I said, episode seven's all set up. They have some. Well, no, no, no. We need going. to because it's shown up already. I don't think it shows up in the last. It shows up a little bit in the last episode, but the first original kaiju from this series, uh, Salunga. Oh, the one that's in the silo. Yeah, that's it. It's Shiva headquarters, I think, is what it is. Where yeah, the, where the red dust because... comes from. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool design because I like that it looks like a, a an old like Japanese wood print monster, basically. Yeah, it's like an ape and a like spiky lizard. Yeah, combined. But it's also and, uh, it also follows know... the like a dude who's working out of either london or india because he has the indian daughter that scientist who looks yeah. like he's like who looks kind of like a villain but i can't tell if he's a villain or not he just has that crazy look on him like when like there's someone who's like so genius like oh i'm such a genius i'm going to kill half the world to save the rest of the other half it's it's the way he talks too he's definitely got he's he's throwing up evil flags yeah, yeah. or just what over the top like... scientists but also like good at the same time but what if it's like what if it's like snape where you think he's evil the whole time and then at the end he ends up being like the one good one i mean that'd be yeah, great but they, they focused a lot more on snape in the harry potter books because <laughs> like you said earlier there's just there's just too many factions and too many like stories and yes. di- coming from different directions where like you can't really like you want to see yun and may's stuff Yes, and I understand sometimes you have to have these other things, but there's also we have also haven't mentioned that other dude who like saw the Godzilla bones that the radio saw frequencies stuff that was attracting the Rodanes was coming from. He's got his own thing going mm. on as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, because there's that there's that other guy who like knocked him out. Yeah, he got knocked out. Didn't that turn out to be the uh, reporter dude? Yeah, it turned yeah. out to be shady, shady reporter man with his with his camera and his taser. Yeah, which usually I I don't know much about 
photography or journalism but i don't think taser is an important part of it so that's why i'm getting some shady vibes from this guy <laughs> i mean if you're um, like a night crawler type reporter that's a good point Ooh, ooh! if this just took like a hard right hand turn and like the last four episodes are just it becomes a night crawler series that'd be so fucking cool i bet the yeah. i bet tmz would pay top dollar for some pictures of godzilla yeah or j jonah jameson think about it <laughs> Um, I think we should just end it with the eighth episode talking about the the very cool spider fight. So once again, they have another uh, callback to an old Godzilla uh, villain, which is Kumanga, which is the spider from Son of Godzilla, which is an accursed, terrible film. Um, but it is a cool <laughs> spider design, and there's a bunch of them that basically start approaching them as they have Jet Jaguar up and running again. And as they fight it, it has all this weird blue goo that shoots out of it and then the episode it starts kind of forming together and what looks like i'm assuming is a hedora i don't know we're gonna find out as we keep going they're they're the exact same shade of blue as like a light blue gusher and i'm pretty sure the same consistency they still make gushers yeah yeah what a weird candy <laughs> right it feels it feels 90 really 90s just because i'm like hey this is rubbery and it's gooey inside you'll love yeah. it man i i love i love these gummies but i just wish they came in my mouth yeah i wish they just had a big old rupture <laughs> just all over just totally <laughs> my insides just drenched um okay that's as far as we need to take that that's for oh, sure it's so salty <laughs> why is this one salty <laughs> tastes kind of like mushroom sauce Ooh, i don't like it um <laughs> Ooh, get your new get your new comers for adults Taste, i think it's saffron flavored all right everybody get the time get the time stamp on this this is gonna be the clip for sure <laughs> um yeah i think we should get to to reviewing the the next uh, four episodes of so this episodes five through eight i think we're gonna get back and do the the end few episodes but um it's well, only like 12 episodes the 13 yeah. episodes all together, so I think there's just five okay. more after this. Yeah, it's 13. Right, so the thir next one... 13 episodes, that would be five more, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. So, there's okay. So, it's, yeah. So, we'll do an episode of, uh, well, if I'm invited back, I guess. Uh, we would have to because we <laughs> don't want to ask anyone else to have to watch the first eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't we know, like having you here, though. We'd like to that. watch it. <laughs> Yeah, also because you're a great guest, I guess. Yeah. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool. Damn, Luke. I, it's cool. I just, <laughs> I'm the you're token. An honored, <laughs> you're, you're an honored friend. We love having you. We don't give a shit about you being on this podcast, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we don't give a shit about it. Yeah. But I am, did we really go Fuck through about all of episode eight? Yeah, episode eight was the, that was basically the, it ended with the whole Kamunga fight of the spiders. There, there, there's a lot of explaining. There, I mean, but the, we already talked about, much, uh, about what's his name getting knocked out in front of the Godzilla bones. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, cause that was the last thing that happened, right? No, that was in episode seven, I think. Yeah. They haven't touched back on that, which is wild. Okay. Wow. Oh no, they touched back on it. So what was the like, last uh, thing that was... happened in episode eight? Uh, oh, they get surrounded by the spiders, oh, spider crabs. Yeah, and, there's uh, like that one guy that is, is missing. Yeah. yeah, and there wasn't anything after that. Uh, credits. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I should say both the opening and ending themes. If you don't, if you haven't listened to them, are both bangers. Absolute great. Oh, yeah. I, I have not listened to the ending theme. I kind of like it, but it's also that it skips on its own, and you have to intervene uh, yeah. in order to stop it. Whereas, like, I will listen to the beginning because you have to intervene in order to skip it. 
So basically, I just yeah. I don't intervene. <laughs> they make take it, a they... look. I, I I think you'd like to take a look at it, Luke. It's got it's got May, and she's just she's going through the destroyed city, and it's real cute. Look at making her making her look at monsters. Before it skips, I do see the image of her like sleeping at her desk as she's been doing research. Assumedly, yeah. Big, oh, yeah. big Evangelion vibes on that ending with her walking through it. The opening, by the way, is by In Case by Bish, which is a fun group, and it's also very fun to say. And then. Uh, the name of the ending theme is Aoi, but I think that's funny. The the name is uh, Polka Dot Stingray, which is a great band name in my opinion. So, ooh, that's a real good band name. Shout out to them. I I think uh, I, I kicked off the reviews last time. Let's do it. Uh, five out of five Hedora Goo Monsters. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna give the floor. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna pick somebody to review it first. Martin, what what's your feelings on this? Give us your review. I, I want to give this, uh, well, I want to give episodes uh, five through eight. I'm, I'm going to give them a solid uh, four out of five uh, goo monsters. I uh, I was already enjoying the series in the first four episodes. I, I really like the animation. I like the art direction. The story is trying to balance, like, too much shit at once. But if you just, like, follow four or five characters that you're like, yeah, these are the people I care about, you just ignore the rest and it's fine. Yeah, and also, like we were saying earlier, it's very much in the vein of Godzilla films of, like, we gotta do all this exposition as soon as possible before the big monsters start punching each other. So I, I get mm-hmm. it. Um, I guess I'll jump in with my review after this. And I'm oh, I, say... I mean, I wasn't done. But... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, I embarrassed myself. Wait, are you done? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm finished. Yeah, I don't know yeah, you guys about to say this. God damn, I don't need this power move right now. Um... <laughs> For, for my review, I'm going to also go with the four out of five uh, blue goo Hedora monsters because I'm I'm really liking this a lot. It is it's taken all of the parts of both I'd say like Showa and Heisei Godzilla films uh, and mixing it together with some of the more modern ones of like a Shin Godzilla of having both like exposition, science behind it, and characters being like real people. Um, there are definitely some pacing issues that I hope don't persist as we get into the last few episodes. Not enough to like bother me or put it down in a lower rating, but hey. Guys, a little singular point. Watch yourself. Just saying. Hell yeah. That's uh, that's it for me. Uh, if uh, Luke or uh, James, you want to jump in? Oh, so we we just get the vague direction, like eh, either you guys. <laughs> I just wanted to pick Martin first because I thought it'd be fun to mix it up of like you do review now, and then I kind of lost steam after that. No, like, uh, every idea. No, no, it's fine. But I, I did want to ask before I get going. Um, do we usually do the reviews before the stupid games? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's always. I, I have a memory of me asking me this before and being, and I just, <laughs> I just finished editing a friggin' episode, so I should know. I think you asked in the last Godzilla episode. <laughs> I probably did. I don't know why. Like, I don't know. It seems like this thing that should be done at the end. But uh, I'll give it a. Uh, what was the measuring scale this time? Uh, five out of uh, five out of five blue goo Hedora monsters. I'll give these specific four episodes three and a half out of five because i still liked it i think i would have liked it more if i just binged the entire thing because there is like there's just so much information so many characters and like i don't hate any of them but it's also like you couldn't have simplified this a little bit like taking some crap out like you know brevity is the soul of wit which just means don't waste my friggin Mm -hmm. time Somebody should have said that instead of sounding like a fucking fancy lad going to Yale. Yeah. Hey Shakespeare, why you gotta be so fancy all the time? <laughs> Just cut to the point. 
<laughs> You're the world's mind? greatest bar, the mortal bar. This sounds like Dracula to me. Okay, sorry. If, if I could, if, if I could jump in again real quick before James gives his, his review, I do feel like the show being on net, Netflix is a detriment to it because I know they're like it necessitates it being like, ah, oh, this is so binge worthy. We got to leave things on, on cliffhangers and we got to make yeah. sure you can only enjoy the whole thing. If it's a full episode, can't have an episodic series on here. I mean, that yeah, is, but that's, but that's the nature, but that's the nature of like, like I said, this reminds me a lot of adult swim anime. Like, well, the anime specifically that they would put on adult swim, like when we were like in high school, it was very much just that it was, it's what it is. Like, like it's not, like before binging. That's what it was. It was just like, yeah, we're gonna leave it on a cliffhanger every episode. Oh, totally. Bleach yeah. was pre-streaming, and that's they're the master yes. of doing shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it is. We're like, but the fact that like you have them all there, where if you don't watch one episode right after the other, you will go a month without watching a friggin' episode. Yeah, Fair. because we it, it we are, are 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 base animals. Who only just want instant gratification? Do th- I, I wonder if they make it like that specifically? Because I think about this is a very weird side point, and I'm, once again, I'm cutting off James before he gets his review. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just gonna cry. Technically, mine's not yeah. done yet until he starts. I know, and I'm interrupting another review, so I guess I'm going <laughs> two for two here. But I do want to. Martin interrupted me first. Listen, you're, you're telling me as a white guy on a podcast interrupting people? I'm an asshole. I don't think that could be true. That can't be possible. Okay, I should let Luke finish and I'll, I'll talk about my point. I, 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 Martin did inter- interrupt me and I almost said like, oh, hey, I wasn't done yet, but I was pretty much done. <laughs> so yeah. I do the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. No, Brandon, you have to know it and jump in like I do. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, I'm going to get to this point. Because <laughs> I feel like it still does, it still does uh, worth talking about. But I, I feel like I've noticed shows like you know The Mandalorian or anything that's on Disney Plus where it's like a weekly release. Even if I didn't watch it when it was coming out week by week, it does feel like where I can watch an episode or two and come back to it. I don't feel the need to binge it. But it does feel like all the shows Netflix produces, like oh, I gotta just watch this all right now. Like I don't, I don't know what they're doing or what kind of form of witchcraft's going on there. But it's bizarre to me. Netflix has kind of learned from the past mistakes. They brought like they've got Seinfeld on there now. Yeah, and shit where like people watched like thirty years ago, that like oh I can put this on while I do my homework or whatever. But you wouldn't watch Sanford and Son. I do like That's Sanford also like and Friends. Son. I do uh, like that show. Friends <laughs> is like super popular now with like uh, Zoomers, which I think is really bizarre to me. And it's exactly that where a bunch of just younger kids in the next generation have been putting it on in the background while like they're doing homework or other shit. Now they love friends, which I think is very disappointing because that could have been Seinfeld and it should have been. So if they're both just super white. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it is, it's interesting how they, they, they just find the most binge worthy stuff you can put. Cause I mean, they were famous for having the office on there forever too. And that's what everybody would watch over and over again. Oh yeah. I used to watch them back when they had like all of American dad. And that's like, yeah. And now I have Hulu because of that. <laughs> but so I've talked enough we, about American I, Dad on the show. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. American Dad has been better than Family Guy for almost ten oh, years. Oh yes, Fucking very consistently, people, basically oh, from the beginning. Goodness. James, I love um, you, but what a fucking low bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like Popular I noticed, this, I noticed this. I'm, I'm just saying, I noticed the shift. I noticed the shift when it happened because I used to love Family Guy, and then 
I noticed when Seth MacFarlane started working on American Dad and stopped giving a shit about Family Guy. Well, no, yeah. American. When, I think Seth MacFarlane's kind of famously not very involved with American Dad. He does the voices, but he's not very involved with like the writing or the. No, I thought he wasn't. I thought he wasn't involved with Family Guy. He's not really involved with either of them anymore, other than doing the voices. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. he just gets a good paycheck now, which I can completely relate to if I was in the same. I think position. yeah. Nowadays, he's been doing like the Orville and working on his movies and shit. I think he. I think he what, produces some wait, other people's I, crap. I hate well, to be a bitch about this. Brandon, you cannot relate. You can understand. You can understand. <laughs> I gotta tell y'all something. I'm actually super Martin rich. has a bone to pick today. What is going on? <laughs> I know. It's it's You listen, are ready I, to fight somebody. You can get big of your fucking riches, Brandon. I, I interrupted everybody's review. We still haven't got to James. I don't think he's wrong. I'm gonna be honest with you all. Brandon, I love you. I'm sorry. I was just upset because you picked me to review first. And then no, no, tell him. Tell him like he, no, asshole. no, tell him the <laughs> truth. Tell true. him he ain't. Sh- tell him he ain't shit, and his mama ain't shit. Go ahead, tell oh, him. Jeez, I'm the okay, one who's always been on record tomorrow. saying that Brandon is a horrible podcast host. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm consistent. That's the most important thing. Brandon, your mother is a lovely woman, but you are definitely not shit. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fair. All right, I think this only could lead us to James reviewed out at this point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. I, I want to use a different scale for how I felt about this. Uh, and it's going to be very, like, overtly sexual. Is that okay? Oh, absolutely. I'm cool with it. All right. So if this... So if, if a good TV show was, like, a good, strong nut, like... <laughs> nice. Like a good... Like a good one, like you watching some good anime. He's like, you know what? I just need a like let from it a loose. tree or like from your penis. For, both at the same time. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and this one, this these uh, last four episodes we watched, they're like a a soft nut. Meaning, like my penis was soft, but I just wanted to go to sleep, so I had to, a, a slow, drizzly, soft penis nut. <laughs> That's what I felt like with these. That's what I felt like with these episodes. I just, there were too many plot points to follow. And even when I went, okay, I'm just going to concentrate on this one because I like it the most. It didn't give me enough of it because it was too busy going back to the guy in the suit who was being a bad father, going back to the girl in the library, going back to the boats being like, oh, we have to save these people. But then they didn't save the people right away because they went back to what I was really interested in, which was Jet Jaguar. Oh, yeah. Like, did, like it's, did you ever watch Lost? Yes. It's like when you would watch tune in on Tuesday for Lost and it was a Kate episode. Yeah, that's a very good comparison. Yeah, like it's it, it, it just jumps around all over the place. And I think when it comes to uh, TV shows and episodic stuff, it should be like two major plot points, three at the most, but like really two where you have the main one and then you have the side story and it goes back and forth between those two. But once you have four and five different viewpoints that you're going through over and over again in a 24 minute episode, nothing gets done. Nothing. It's not enough time. Nothing gets done when you have that many plot lines and that many different viewpoints. Yeah, there's still in like twenty four minutes. Still like at least like three characters we haven't talked about. Like the lady that works for Shiva that has the black eyes. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. like a like a lamb shop kind of eye, basically. Yeah, less less, <laughs> less cute, I guess. No, I, I, I think it's I think it's I think it's similar levels to lamb shop. <laughs> yeah. I've never I, fucking like that piece of shit. I just wanna, I just wanna be able to follow it, and the way they're doing it now, I can't. 
And <laughs> not only that, like this is all like every, we were episode eight episodes in. I feel like this is the same day as the first episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> too much is happening. It. I'm gonna say it now. Get it on track so our boy our boy James can nut harder. Come on. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to bust, man. I, I will say I've been looking forward to one particular thing, and I don't think it's gonna happen now. Like I just want May and you to go on a little date, but they're in completely separate countries, and we only have five episodes left, and air travel can't happen boy, now. They're... So I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh, well, I guess that would make me London. bust so hard. But it is, I do like the scenes of like them like texting, where like that's how I guess like super smart people like kind of like sext. They talk about weird like. Not really science, more like philosophy sort of crap. But yeah. I don't know. I I like those. That, that was a cool, like uh, I guess, storytelling device more than anything else. Which a lot of animals yeah. use that friggin' paranoia agent from all over a decade ago. Did that? Yes. Oh yeah. My favorite Satoshi Kone product, by the way. Oh, same here. Yeah, that's one of those things of like I I could see the the threads on it, but I still appreciate it and kind of enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, I think that that gets us through all of our reviews. Once again, fix it up a little bit for the pacing so our boy James can nut properly. I just really like I just want to finish. <laughs> I just want to finish. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a I good would... nut as long as I'm done. I got to yes. say, this is a really <laughs> good comparison because, like, I feel like I'm getting satisfaction from it, but it's not, like, intense. So it is, like, a drippy nut. It's not, like, blue yes. balling, but it's a drippy <laughs> nut. Drippy. <laughs> exactly. What, yes. I'm glad um, somebody understands me. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if I should be proud of it, but I, I see you 100% there. Uh, but that should bring us perfectly, as Luke has asked many times, in the stupid game section. Stupid games. I don't know why I can't remember how we've done this podcast for the past three, four years now. It's fine. I feel like I've forgotten every episode as soon as we record it, too, so I get that. I forgot um, this one, and we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> who's Godzilla um, I'm going to ask you all yet again he's how Jesus tall is Steve Buscemi? father <clears throat> yeah. sorry was... uh, but we've all done the Steve Buscemi height so we don't need to do his height we're going to jump into it right away I decided that instead of doing uh, you know Jet Jaguar because we did that last episode for height I'm going to actually ask you a bunch of Jet Jaguar-esque heights so I want to ask you all how tall at his at his peak height is Ultraman Ooh, he's really tall uh... at his peak height yeah. Can I seven stories? Okay, I gotta put seven stories to feet in the Google real quick. I, I was just about to ask if we could do <laughs> what is your, stories what is, as opposed to feet. I was gonna say, what if it gives stories. you? What if it just gives you foot fetish stuff? Uh, yeah, it a looks lot like I just it. see. Uh, I just see seven perfect, delicious feet now on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> gotta suck all those toes. Oh, okay, no. Um, I don't okay, know. so I got I got James locked. You said you said stories. James said seven. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and go ten. I think seven's probably better, but uh, I don't want to have the same guess. Ten stories, okay, interesting, like that. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> interesting. Gonna dark horse. I'm gonna be the dark horse contender here, and I'm gonna say sixty-nine feet. Sixty-nine feet. All interesting. right. Okay, so uh, you're all uh, pretty off, but the thing is, you all went under, which is great. So we're going to go with the highest, which is going to be Luke, 
who has guessed 10 stories, which comes out to 108 feet. Ultraman, our boy, at his full height, is 40 meters tall, which is 131 feet. That is one tall motherfucker. Let me just say that. Uh, that's a tall boy. That's a very tall boy. That is a Paps Blue Ribbon right there. Just <laughs> wait. I was just, I was relating it just to Power Rangers and how, like, and how the Megazords are compared to the buildings that they, they constantly destroy, but yeah. somehow people don't move from the town. So uh, that's, <laughs> that's a good theory, and this is exactly going to segue perfectly into my next uh, height guess, which is we've done the Megazord before from the original Power Rangers in America. So I want to I want to switch it up. How tall do you all think is the Dragon Zord? Ooh, as big as Godzilla. Uh, I don't know how big Ooh, Godzilla is, but let's. I'm going to find Godzilla's height. How big like Godzilla this. is? Because they based oddly on, enough, we've never done how big is Godzilla. I don't think. I, I know. I Why feel would like we do we that? Had to have at some point. Why would we do that? That's ridiculous. But yeah, they base the Dragon Zord on Godzilla. Like it comes out of the water. Like it's, it's just yeah. Yes. Yeah. As a kid, when I saw the Dragon Zord, I think that's the closest I ever came to feeling something sexual for the first time. Absolutely. Oh, that's the closest I've ever came next <laughs> to the TV. <laughs> nice, man. This is a real. This is a real nasty raw dog episode. I hope you're all ready to get wet, boys. <laughs> I told oh, you, well, yeah. this episode we invented the cum-filled gushers, the cummers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're all white, too. <laughs> oh, I don't like this anymore. I'm going to say that, shape. that... Which is the order we're talking about? The Megazord? <clears throat> the Dragonzord. Dragon. We've done the Megazord before, actually. Oh, just the Dragonzord. Okay, so I'm going to guess he's probably like 95 stories. Yeah, and I think I think the uh, the Dragonzord is a little taller than the Megazord just because it has a fin on its head. Yeah, interesting. I think I just need to get Barnsight then, right? I'm so sorry. Sixty nine stories. <laughs> okay, sixty nine stories. Is <laughs> way too fucking tall, dude. <laughs> sixty nine stories. Yeah, let's see. I do want to see how tall sixty nine stories is, though. Um, convert story to foot. Oh, well, I'll tell you right now, Brandon, it's tall enough to come. <laughs> well, that actually is debatable. That's 747 feet. That's pretty tall, dude. If you're not if you're not coming at 740 feet, what's it take? 750? I don't fucking know. I'm not a wizard, Brandon. <laughs> Though, inversely, a wizard could cast a spell to do that. <laughs> okay, so we got that. We got. Do we get Luke's? I said, I, I don't remember what it was, but it was definitely way more than Martin said. Okay, well, I think you all went over, so I, I'm going to give the one who was the closest, which is, because uh, we don't have to do prices right rules exactly. Yeah. Megazord is at uh, 38 meters tall, which is 124 feet, so technically Godzilla in the original film was 50 meters tall, which is 164 feet, so he's he's pretty close to Godzilla height, so let's get, we, we give that to James, absolutely. Oh yeah, baby, that's right. <laughs> Watching Power Rangers off of this moment. Yeah, it, it all finally came together. Mom, are you proud of me? Yeah. Listen to Pazuki, mom. I need you this. want a contest where you, there's no with no prize. He's yeah. not gonna listen. <laughs> okay, so this is gonna be, I think, My a fun last round either. because <laughs> because here's the thing: we went through a lot of different heights of things that are very similar size, and this guy is a very similar size to all of them. I'm gonna ask you all: How tall is Hedora, aka the Smog Monster? We watched that movie so goddamn long ago. <laughs> it's not like you watched the movie originally like I know his feet now after watching st- yeah but I had like an idea of like Godzilla and where it was in comparison to him um, 
Hold on, what, what are we guessing how tall it is? Here, here, I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, I'm going to say 69 yards. Okay, 69 yards. I gotta keep doing all these stupid conversions. I hate this game. <laughs> all right, what are we? What are we saying? What are we guessing at? What the height of what? Oh, we're um, guessing I, a monster that you've never seen. Or heard yeah. of. he might have seen what? Hedora. He's the smog monster from Godzilla vs. Smog Monster. No, I have not. But the only the only thing that I have a reference for is the wind monster on Hercules. So the wind monster on Hercules uh, <laughs> is, is is as tall as Mount Olympus. So I'm going to say uh, 150 feet, Hugh. Wait, what, what Hercules? Is Is this Disney's Hercules? Disney or is this yes. Kevin Sorbo Hercules? Yeah. Okay. No, the Disney one with the Titans. It's, it's the Wind Titan. I, I assume I that's the one you meant when you talk about the Wind Titan because like, I know very little yeah. about the uh, Eric Sorbo one, but I don't think they had the production value of doing like a Wind Monster of that tight. They they could have had like a fan in the background and someone just wrapped in a sheet. They could have made it work. I don't know. Yeah, it would yeah. it would have been like a bunch of papers floating around a dude in gray makeup. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the I'm talking about the wind monster from Young Hercules starring uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, okay, hey, right, well, I remember the Wind Titan. I've played uh, Kingdom Hearts. How tall is the exactly. bear from Hercules in New York? Uh, Sixty nine feet. Three feet. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows because nobody cares about that movie. Did I did I did I give a guess yet? <clears throat> no. Uh he uh five feet. Five <laughs> I mean I get, he does turn into a pile of sludge, so that's it. But you know what? Just through the sheer innovation, because I can't find the height of either of You didn't even know <laughs> No, I know the height of the right okay. no I know the height of Hedora. But because I can't find the height of the Wind Titan, I'm going to assume he's exactly the same height as Hedora. So this goes to James. He wins. How tall is Steve Buscemi? Congratulations, That's right. James. That's yeah. right. That's why I'm saying Hercules watched it all these times. But his mom, are you listening yet? Please. <laughs> he needs Hercules. this. Please. He really needs this. <laughs> I um, I feel like we, we should probably get to recommendations and plugs because that, I think, uh, round of how tall Steve Buscemi went for three hours. Um, I hope the listeners like it. I think they will. Recommendations. Uh, but I I feel like I do want to jump in. I don't give a fuck what they like. I'm joking. Yeah, I'll tell you what you like. Also, check out Lucy K's new spit. No, um, I'll tell you what you want. <laughs> What you really, really want? What I really want to, what I really want to, uh, okay, I don't need to do. Why not? I want. Were you about to zigazigazah the audience? I was, but I don't think that's right in this day and age. <laughs> once again, going to Lucy K things. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recommend an album because I feel like we've talked a lot about video games and series. I'm a big music guy, and we don't get enough into that. I'm gonna recommend Devo. But here's the thing. There's so many great Devo albums, it's hard to pick one. I was going to say, Devo's not an album, they're a band. Yeah. You should start with, I think, their initial release album. I think it was their first one, but it's the Q, Are We Not Men, Answer, We Are Devo. Um, Great album, still to this day. I think it's one of my favorites. A proto-punk slash punk, because it was like about the same time as all forming band. Um, you you think of them just as Whippet, but they they had some real bangers back in the day. And if you never gave them a shot, it's time to do it. 
Time to go back. Brandon, don't tell me how I feel about Devo. I have freedom of choice on vinyl, you fucking... You piece of shit. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I didn't want to waste my recommendation on it, but I think freedom of choice would have been my Devo album. My favorite Devo album, though, is definitely Duty Now for the Future, uh, which uh, I think is a a fantastic time for all involved listening to it. A lot of really weird tracks on it. Uh, but that's it for plugs. Um, everything's kind of shut down right now for a little bit in Chicago because things are getting scary again. So fingers are crossed we don't go to another. People don't get lockdown. fucking vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice. That's uh, a good plug. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah that's a great one. That should just be. In, uh, we should include whatever we want to plug. Plus, get vaccinated. Yeah, and you know what? I'll I'll pass uh, off the baton of recommendations to Luke here then. Okay. Yeah, I will recommend oh god i had something in the pocket oh yeah uh tiny tim's album i'll do an album as well since brain did one uh tiny tim's album uh thank god for tiny tim it's like if you don't know tiny tim if you ever watched the pilot episode of spongebob squarepants that song that plays when he's feeding all the all the uh anchovies that's tiny oh, yeah, tim. i love that song yeah and he's like a dude who's like not a great person, but he's been dead for a long time, so who gives a shit? His songs, like, he, <laughs> he, like, was, like, really into, like, those old, like, 20s romantic singers. Like, those dudes who, like, looked like ghosts and sang, like, shit. But he, like, he, he's entertaining. Just listen to, like, look his album. It's out uh, on Spotify. Look his album up. God bless Tiny Tim. I think I said thank God earlier. But God bless Tiny Tim. And it's it's a lot of fun, yeah, yeah. And really it's really there's, uh, go ahead. I was about to say there's a really good documentary on Tiny Tim. I'm trying to remember the name of now. Uh, I've watched a couple like 20 minute ones on YouTube, but I don't know about like a long one. Uh, it was a recent one. I think it came out actually last year because uh, I remember uh, they recommended on the Dana Gould Hour. Is uh, oh, King for a Day? That's the one. So no, uh, that's not interesting. He does have an interesting life, and like like I said, he was kind of an asshole especially to women yeah which is always wild when you when you see a picture of him like dude you were punching way above your weight class you should have <laughs> yeah. enjoyed that not been a dick about it <laughs> so but yeah as and as recommendation or plugs yeah my instagram even though i haven't posted to it for a while flip cooks i sometimes post crap i make i'm probably gonna make a sandwich here in a minute that i might post on there if it looks good Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I hope I see that sandwich. Me too. Kind of hungry, actually. I might get some sandwich. We had a lot of leftover awesome. brioche toast from this Christmas brunch we were doing at work. So Ooh. I got to take some of it Ooh. home. So I'm going to I'm gonna try and... Brioche. I'm going to try and create a dumb croque madame, which anytime I say dumb, it means it's, it's not traditional. It's just kind of what I could mm. cobble together. <laughs> so look for that. Uh, I... Uh, uh, can I recommend uh something? Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend well I'm gonna recommend uh two different things. Well, three technically. Uh, I want to recommend my uh my web series called Vaudeville TV. Uh, we put out sketches every Monday on Facebook and Instagram. Vaudeville is V A U D E V I L L E TV, and it's just me and my friends and we writing uh writing film sketches all the time. And uh, soon I'll also be posting, like, in the stories what video games I've been playing. 
uh, and two I would like to recommend for anybody is Dodgeball Academia is very good. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon RPG dodgeball game. Ooh, I like uh, the sound of that. It's ve- it's very good. I do like, like sports it's RPGs. Super good. You, you said what? I like sports RPGs. You you will love this. You will absolutely love Dodgeball Academia. It's very good. And uh, then one tell me about that. I've still got that on my list. I I promise you I will play it soon. Dude, if you don't buy it, I'll buy it for you for Christmas. It's I, you need to play it, Martin. It's right up your alley. And uh, another game I just got through playing. Um. It's called Demon Turf. It's a 3D uh, platformer in the vein of like Mario or like closer to uh, a hat in time. But the main character is two dimensional. So all the characters are two dimensional and uh, the, the environments are 3D. And it, it does have problems. But when I was enjoying it, I was enjoying it a lot. But it, I'm not going to say it doesn't have problems. It does have problems. But the parts I enjoyed, I enjoyed immensely. Uh, so yeah, the, those are my recommendations. Also, Tori 3D and Tori 2. It's it's just like a short 3D platforming game. You can finish each one of them in an hour to three hours. Like they're yeah. and they're like a dollar piece on everything. They're very good. Yeah, that sounds good. I think is that. Oh wait, we gotta we gotta get Martin still. Thank you. I thought you were about to skip me, and I was about to be like, Brandon, you piece of shit. <laughs> not, me. not me this episode. <laughs> not me. Well, uh, we all know Louis C.K., the cum, cum king is back. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hootie Tang! He didn't get to edit uh, that honest- movie. Uh, honestly, I recommend uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. It's the new part that's out right now, and... Uh, I always love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's not for everyone. Stone Ocean is... Uh, you can start at any part. It's fine. This one's great. It takes place in a women's prison. It's fantastic. If you love an anime about people who look like supermodels, poses and all, throwing ghosts at each other, go watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's very it's so Very apt description. <laughs> uh, and then for, for plugs, uh, follow my cat's Instagram. He's at Spaghetti Images. And he's adorable. He just crawled under my covers and he's looking so fucking cute right now. A very cute, very cute kitty. I'm, he's such a fucking trash goblin. Anyway, that's, that's, that's my plugs and recommendations. Noise. Noise. So, uh, I, did we did we pull it off last episode? Mm, I've not listened. We got close. Uh, I know we didn't pull, pull it off in the uh, Q episode. No, we, we definitely didn't. didn't pull it off in uh, the Hanuman and the Five Riders episode. Did we did not pull okay. it off in the latest episode because that's the latest episode that All we right. posted. Well, let's see. Might if we pull, can pull me off. What are we talking about? Yeah, let's see if we can pull each other off. Let's do it right now. Okay. Three, two, one. You're, you're gonna like the way, way we, we fuck. We fuck. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. Okay, I had a new layer where I was farting during this. Okay, me and Brandon said the same thing, but Martin, what did you say? I just said. I just said oh. nut in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that yeah, works. I'm sorry. I was just reading thing. the Wikipedia page for Godzilla singularity point. <laughs> oh, okay. That that's fair. All right. Well, I'm gonna stop my recording there. Yeah. Whatever. Screw this podcast. We regret that you have not yet complied with our order. 
This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs>